Hello, 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 and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name is Kasia, I'm your host, and today with me, Natalie and Benjamin. Guys, you know, we're doing our best to be as useful to you as possible, and we would love to get some feedback about it. Subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, SoundCloud, Google. You can find us on any platform, really. And let us know what you think about our show. Rate and review our podcast, give us stars, leave some comments, ask questions, and feel free to send your ideas about our next episodes. We always want to know what you think, because it will help us a lot to become even better. All right, here we're going to jump to the topic of urbanization, which is, you know, something so big and sounds so scary. So why don't we help our listeners and tell them what does it actually mean? So what is it? What is urbanization? I guess urbanization is just the concept of cities developing and expanding in size and the consequences that are associated with this expansion. Yeah, agree. <laughs> Very convenient. Good definition, actually, yeah. So, but uh, since, you know, it would be a little bit boring to just talk about, you know, how cities grow and what processes it involves. So why don't we talk about our experiences living in different places? So, and I want to ask you, so what kind of places have you lived in? Big cities, mega cities, villages, rural areas. So what's your life experience like? So I think I've never lived like in a really big city. It's always been one million, one million and a half, two million of population. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like Novosibirsk basically. So, or even smaller, for example, Edinburgh, it was 500,000 of population mm-hmm. around that number. And uh, yeah, that's it. I've never lived in a big city, like mega city or something like that. Would you like to? <laughs> Not really, I think, actually. <laughs> All right. Ben, what about you? I've only... Well, until recently, I've only lived in big, big, big cities. So, Oh, so for you, it's like, you know, uh, a life getting quieter. Yeah, life, well, kind of Fewer quieter. people. It's, it's nicer. I mean, last year I lived in Vegas and this year now I live in Novosibirsk, which are both comparable in size. Wait, so Vegas it doesn't have that many people, does it? It's one and a half million people, I believe. Yeah. So it's, it's sizable, but it's not London. It's not New York or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But previously I have experienced living in huge cities and yeah. So how many people live in London right now? It's like Five million people? Well, it depends if you talk about central London or if you're talking about greater London in mm, general. So mm-hmm. greater London, you have to incorporate all the satellite towns and and the, yeah, so the towns which are on the rail lines that mm-hmm. serve. How many London. would that be? How many people do you think? Well, so greater London itself is about nine million people. But mm-hmm. if you incorporate, so you have this road called the M25, which is mm-hmm. the main ring road, which circles London the city of london and if you incorporate everything within there maybe it's 11 million possibly more Le- mm-hmm. it's big m25 yeah. you said yeah m25 is the main ring i think road, i yeah. think this road was um showed in uh good almonds tv exactly. show as so like the, the road. <laughs> it's like the hell road because it's always jammed you know mm-hmm. and everything what's this show great Great almonds. Uh, good almonds. Good almonds. Yeah. Good almonds. All right, yeah, I've never based, heard of this. It's based on the book by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. Okay. So you should watch it. It's so the show fun. Is so good. <laughs> Actually, the actor is just fantastic. Seriously, okay. <laughs> like so so good. It has you know. There's a risk of us just moving to the topic of TV shows again. <laughs> so okay, we better. Yeah. We should control yeah, ourselves, agreed. Natalie. Because yeah. <laughs> give us you know. Yeah. Give us the freedom to. Yeah, we can talk. easily slide into that. Yep. Yep. Anywho, so 11 million people in Greater London. Oh, wow. That's yeah, it's a big place. Yeah. So, and what's the smallest area that you've lived in? Like maybe villages has there ever been a village, rural area? I've lived in Bristol. That has about 400,000 people. So it's kind of comparable to Edinburgh. Exactly. In a way. Yeah. I loved Bristol. It was such a fun I place. Have, I have a question. Would you say that it's a city then or yeah, a, a town? City. It's a city. Technically it is. Okay. So it's called the city of Bristol. The council or the government mm-hmm. that runs Bristol is called the city of Bristol. Because I think in Russia, if it's 500,000, 400,000, we would rather call it a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But again, if it's more than 1 million, it's already a city. A city. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, Actually, you know, I was thinking about that. And I think we should define, uh, like, how we are defining a big city. Like, from which point of view? Like, of a European person mm-hmm. or an Asian yeah. person? Because if we speak from the point of view of a Chinese person, like, one and a half um, million of population, it's like... It's a village, basically. Yeah, a village, oh my god, yeah. really? So, yeah, I mean, it's a small city. Like, it's a, it's a town, okay. Yeah, <laughs> one million population, it's it's a village, yeah. Because I would say that if a place has a million people, then it's a city. Everything less might be, well, depends. If it's like 900,000, maybe it is a city, a well, relatively small city. But if it's like 600,000 and less, then I would call that a town. And then a village, what would be a village? I don't know, less than 10,000. No, not 10,000. Be less than that. Be less than 5,000. I don't I would even yeah. say like t- 15, 10, I would say. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Something like that. All right. Yeah, because I I am from Yakutsk, which is, um, I think it was like at the time that I was living there, it was 250,000 people. So it felt, of course, it was a town. Sometimes it felt like a village because everybody knew. Every, it was <laughs> impossible to hide anything. Honestly, you want to go out with somebody, the whole town knows it. Oh my like, God, I can't imagine that really. I've never lived like in a really yeah, small town. You can imagine 250,000 people minus, you know, little kids um, under, let's say, 10. Then you have old people. Okay, this is also, you know, a different category. So people around your age, there aren't that many. So, and, you know, in a small town, you don't say, you know, I don't know this person. You say, yeah, I know, but I've never met them. <laughs> so because you so know funny. in this way, you know everybody. Yeah. Yeah, gossip yeah, gossip flies around in oh, yeah. smaller places. Oh yeah, so fast. So fast. But well, then I moved to Novosibirsk, which at that time what now it's almost two million people, I think. It's like one point nine, one point eight. Yeah, I haven't checked. I think eleven years ago it was more like one point five, so one point six maybe. And it seemed huge to me. The whole idea of having to take some bus and go somewhere. You know, you need to buy gifts for New Year. You have to actually spend like 40 minutes going to the center. Unbelievable. And traffic jams. Oh, that's what it is. Didn't like Whoa, that. So you didn't have like no. any traffic jams in And Because it's a small, because it's a small town. So not really. They say that now more people have cars. So, and yeah, there are some traffic jams, but I I had never experienced anything like that before I moved here. So to me, Novosibirsk was just <gasps> you. Well, I read somewhere that Novosibirsk is one of the fastest growing cities in the world. It is so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's only 100 and. Uh, 27 oh now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, absolutely. Yes. So this is why it is in the Guinness record book. And it's um, it has the same, let's say, rate of growth as Chicago did. So that's why it's called Siberian Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah. fancy. And then um, when I moved to Boston, so just like with London, Boston itself might not be that big. Well, although compared to London, it's tiny. It's a tiny baby because it's 600,000 people. Less well, you than also million. have Cambridge as well. So you have Boston and Cambridge. Exactly. Is, that, is that one city or is it no, two it's different two, cities? No, it's two cities. So Boston and Cambridge are two cities. But, you know, we have Boston, then we have Greater Boston, which, you know, includes all of these Cities and towns like Cambridge, Medford, Waltham, and all all those. And Greater Boston area is six million people. And I lived in two towns. Um, the first year I lived in Waltham, which is fifty thousand people, and then I moved to Wellesley, which is less than thirty thousand people. And it's just <laughs> it's literally you have nothing. You have one coffee shop. Okay, okay, two. <laughs> oh sorry. Whoa. Two supermarkets, which are way too expensive for you to go to. So where did you buy groceries? Well, I had to, you know, sometimes go to those expensive <laughs> supermarkets and really count what I'm buying, you know. I'm like, oh, wow. okay, not that. That's too expensive. But if you have anyone with a car, you can ask them, you know, to drive you to a supermarket, which is like 15 minute ride away, maybe more. But it's a highway, so you can't really walk there. <laughs> Oh, well, you can through some neighboring towns, but it would take two hours and a half one way. So oh, I was not ready for that. So, yeah. And it's basically just, you know, fancy boutiques. So not much to do. Every time you want to do something fun, you have to go to a bigger city. And given that the fair was... So what would you do for fun on, on yeah, the weekend? Yeah, just go to a big city, I guess. Well, yeah, I would go to Boston. 
And I was, when it was the semester time, we had a shuttle, which was like $3 one way. So it is affordable. But during the break, so spring break, uh, fall break, there were no shuttles. So you could only take the train, the commuter rail. And it was $8.50 one way. God, I hated that. So I guess this is like one of the biggest disadvantages of a big city or a big area like that. It's very expensive transport. Oh, it's crazy. Like in London, you'd pay... Oh, I used to work in a hotel in central London and I'd live in this place called Streatham, which is southwest, mm-hmm. southeast London. Not southeast, southwest London. And just to get the train in every day cost me eight pounds every day. Mm-hmm. That's oh, crazy. So, so what's that? That's like 800 lot, rubles? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then that adds up every day. So if you work five, six days a week, then you're spending. That's crazy. Because I remember seeing, you know, um, again, so people who take the commuter rail to go to Boston to work. So um, they can live in towns depending on the zone. So, you know, if you live closer to Boston, you pay less. The further you go, the more expensive that is. So, and uh, so I lived in zone three out of six. So that was eight fifty one way. So, and you can buy, you know, um, what is it like a pass, unlimited pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like $400 per month. And it's just crazy. And if you have a car, you have to pay for gas. And then um, the parking rate in the center of Boston, of Boston is like $12 per hour. And if you oh want to God, have this pass really? for a month, it's also like four or 500. This oh is God. insane. So... Yeah, I think this is one of the reasons why people don't really want to live in huge cities or, you know, in... Mm-hmm. What I love about Novosibirsk is how the metro is 25 rubles. <laughs> yeah. And that's such... It's, it's such 26 like a... now. Oh, whoa. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, since when? <laughs> since like February or the end of January, I that's... think. I haven't been there for like <laughs> a while, I guess. But yeah, of course, compared to other, other places, it's not that much. Yeah, so in London, the tube costs just... Within one zone, it costs two pound forty mm-hmm, one way. Mm-hmm. So that's almost ten times the price of mm-hmm. transportation here yeah. in Novosibirsk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, transportation is pretty cheap in Russia, especially like compared to let's say yeah. Europe and everything. Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely, it's affordable. It's affordable. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, actually, what do you think about Novosibirsk from the point of view of urbanization? So, do you think it's a you know, logically built city. What do you think about the transport? So, I like it because I was born here. So, <laughs> yeah, you're a little bit biased exactly, right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but wait, you've lived in other places as well. So you can mm-hmm. compare them, you know, in terms of I think, structure. I think it's pretty, it's not as bad, you know. You can just go places easily. Of course, there are some traffic jams. Uh, there's a some. lot of traffic. Yeah, okay, there's a lot of traffic. Uh, but I think it's it's pretty good in terms of, you know, like moving around. And I guess for me, mm-hmm. because I don't, mo- I don't move around as much, you know. <laughs> ben, that um, would be interesting to hear what you yeah, think. Yeah, I've only been here for two and a bit months, but so far I love this place. Every, you, ju- you just have everything you need in such mm-hmm. a... A relatively small space. I mean, obviously it's a big city, but a relatively small space. You have malls, you have yeah, you, know, you have attractions, you have bars, restaurants, everything you need. And if you live in the cent- Centralny districts, you can just walk everywhere. Yeah, it's very walkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natalie, wait, do you live uh, close to the subway station? Oh, uh, not really. It's like maybe 20 minutes walk or something like that. Okay, so, so I know a walk actually. Yeah, just take a bus <laughs> or something bad. Yeah, or taxi. Texas, actually, I would like to speak about Texas. It's not super It's like, it. oh my god, I love Texas here. It's so cheap <laughs> and like right? really affordable. Right. Yeah. This is also yeah one thing. Well, even though Novosibirsk is considered to be a big city in in Russia, yet the taxi prices are again yes affordable. Yeah, much lower than in Moscow say, mm-hmm. or. I've got a little side question. Do you tip in taxis in Novosibirsk? Or no? <laughs> Almost never. Yeah. Well, uh, the uh, the app Yandex Taxi it gives you the opportunity to tip, and it has options like five percent, ten percent, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like five, seven, ten, something like that. But it's not a necessity, so usually yeah. people don't. I, yeah. you know, this I is did sometimes like you know when mm-hmm. the driver was particularly nice, or mm-hmm. he or she did something like really nice, or yeah, just in the in these cases. 
Because I once gave a driver like an extra 100 rubles because that's like, what is that? That was one pound. And mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, let's just give him an extra 100 rubles. And he was looking at me really grateful. And I thought, okay, it's just a little... Yes, but yeah. yeah, you know, you shouldn't be counting in pounds. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Otherwise, like yeah. everything is so, so cheap. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we, in general, we don't have this culture of tipping as, um, you know, as widespread as it is in other countries. Because yeah. let's say in the US, if you can't tip at least 15%, it's you just rude. don't yeah. go to a place. If you can't afford it, don't go to a restaurant. That's it. End of story. <laughs> well, because of the um, the way that waiters are getting paid. Exactly. Because they don't get the minimum wage, which is now $14 in Boston area. Mm-hmm. They get four or five. Yeah. And the rest they only get from the tips. In Novice Brisk, that's not really the case. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love it how you both like, you know, the city and find it so logical. Oh, what no, about I'm, you, yeah. actually? Well, I... Okay, so there are, of course, some disadvantages and advantages. So, um, of course, yes, we have a great public transport system, meaning, you know, we have the buses, the subway, the trams, the trolleys, everything. But at the same time, I used to live in Schluss, which is, um, well, 25 kilometers away from Novosibirsk, mm-hmm. from the center of Novosibirsk. So I got really tired of spending almost two hours to get to the center. So one hour and a half to get to work, one hour and a half to get back. Compared to Moscow, of course, that would be amazing. <laughs> Just one hour and a half. But for Novosibirsk, no, it's so tiring. And in the morning, I was lucky. I was lucky because I lived at the final stop. So meaning the bus, you know, started the way on my bus yeah, stop. Yeah, so you got so, to take a seat, actually. Exactly. But um, I also would take, you know, this mashrutka. Mm-hmm. So, which means that I would, I was able to actually take a seat, but there were people who couldn't even get inside. So they had to wait for the next one, you know, out there in the cold. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure something can be done with that. Yeah, if must be done, probably. Yeah, so... I still think we don't have enough. And then the traffic jam problem is just crazy. But at the same time, so Novosibirsk has two banks and there are only three bridges now, as far as I know, it's three or four. Um, Let's see. Some bridges. So there's one of them, which is the main one, which is being used by thousands of cars every day that hasn't been repaired for the last 80 years. Seriously, but they can't. They have to because it has. It's on brink of you know collapsing. So it's yeah, dangerous. that would be very nice if it, if it breaks in the Siberian <laughs> oh winter. Oh god, yeah. But yeah. how can you just? Seriously. You can't just you yeah. know, basically start repairing it and you know close it for several months. How mm-hmm. are people going to get from one bank to yeah. another if they are drivers? So we they need will more have... bridges first. Exactly. So and that's just absolutely impossible yeah. to do right now. Well, I mean, I know that they are building a new bridge, but still. Mm-hmm. So this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Ben is probably <laughs> going to find out in the summer, but do you remember the lovely smell of a pig farm in the summer? Oh, what happened? What? What, what happened? What? Wait, were you here in the summer, Natalie? Uh, when did you come back? Uh, no, I came back like in August. <laughs> oh, August. that makes sense. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> so smell of what? Of a pig farm. You really, you come outside and you smell... <laughs> smells. <laughs> oh my God, really? Because there's a pig farm not far. I can't wait. <laughs> and I remember we had a podcast about uh, something with uh, Mike. And he's like, yeah, I have a question. What the hell is that? I'm like, yep, that's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. So in the summer, I know obviously... In Russian cities, they turn off the hot water for two weeks to repair the pipes. Yeah. So we're going to have yeah. no hot water, so no showers and pig farm smell. Oh. <laughs> this is going to be Welcome fun. to Mother Russia. <laughs> but I mean, look, after that, whatever inconvenience you might have in other countries becomes such a minor inconvenience. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing, yeah. it's really. Like, you know, this rough experience that gives you, you know, makes you tougher yeah. kind of well at least we have running water at least we have <laughs> yeah. that but. and even then, if it's cold yeah I mean, <laughs> it's still water who was it was it yeah i think it was mike who said a true siberian man can take his showers cold it's true <laughs> yeah, <Mujik. exactly>. yeah. <laughs> so and then one more thing that i would like to add about novosibirsk is that um you know how a lot of cities, especially in Europe, I think, they were built according to certain plan, like an urban planning. But in Novosibirsk, we have uh, what is called a uh, in infill. 
So basically when the building or something is built, you know... Randomly. Absolutely. So the building just pop up randomly. What does that mean? That means there's absolutely no infrastructure then. Mm -hmm. There's no zoning, yeah. Because in America, the zoning is very strict. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe not so much in Boston. I'm not sure about Boston, but... Um, in America, the, you have industrial zoning, you have residential zoning, then you have um, commercial zoning. And the great thing about Europe, so for instance, if you go to Amsterdam, you see um, houses above shops, you see, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, everything is blended in together. Whereas in America, everything is much more separated. But Novosibirsk is a very random city in this way. So yeah, because, uh, let's say they wanted to build, let's say three blocks of flats okay maybe maybe if you're lucky they, they're going to build you know some kind of supermarket and a school but then you have a lot of space that is you know empty but it's not mm-hmm. enough to build you know the whole block so they just build one building and most likely it's going to be a office building sometimes a block of flats but okay you have let's say 600 people living in there some of them have children, but children have no school to go to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Ugh, that's absolutely illogical. Very often it absolutely is illogical. Yeah. And then some neighborhoods, I used to live in one of them, and the numeration of the buildings was crazy because it was 7, 9, yeah. 15, 39, and 52. Sometimes it's impossible to find a building. Oh, it's yeah. Like you walk around this and you just, where is it? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's walkable. Novosibirsk is lovely. Mm-hmm, it's walkable. Mm-hmm. I can't say it's the most beautiful because it never was, it was never supposed to be beautiful. It was built as an industrial point in the middle mm-hmm, of Trans-Siberian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, yeah, but, but again, yeah, it has its problems. It has its good sides, of course. I mean, the amount of places to eat is fantastic. It so, really oh my is, God, yeah. So many, so mm. many coffee places. <laughs> Different coffee shops, cafes, all that. So why don't we talk then about, uh, first, about big cities. So what are the good and bad sides of living in a big city? Let's start with the the good side. So the good sides is, of course, you have access to all sorts of attractions Mm -hmm. and, yeah, clubs, bars, whatever you like to do. You have that access at your fingertips. You can meet people, well, Fairly easy, but in other ways you can't meet people because people are moving in and out of the city all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you, and it, depending on if you like traveling, you can access airports. So, for instance, if you live in mm-hmm. London, it's great because you have an airport which connects you to almost every anywhere you like mm-hmm, in the world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, those are the main advantages of cities, so attractions and potential travel. Mm-hmm. I would also yeah. say more opportunities in terms of work. Of course, yeah. yeah and very often studying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. but mostly work. So more workspaces, offices and whatnot, companies. Mm-hmm. But what are the bad sides of living in a big city? Well, the costs are just insane. The cost, yeah. the cost we can stop right insane. here though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the main one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because this is crazy. Crime mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, if if you live in London, there, there is actually quite a lot of crime in London. So if you walk, it's kind of dangerous walking in parks at night or early evening. So you've got to be a bit careful in London. Mm-hmm. If you have a bicycle, it's going to get robbed at some point. Has yours been stolen? Luckily, no. But all of my friends have had bikes robbed. Oh, all of them. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I treated my bike like my baby. No. <laughs> So mm-hmm. luckily, no, but it happens all the time. And mm-hmm. you have expert bike thieves who know everything <laughs> about bikes and they <laughs> and they make a lot of money selling and mm-hmm. st- selling stolen bikes. So, Wow. Yeah, speaking about safety, actually, you know, in China, they kind of have solved this problem. So they have cameras everywhere. So people are being, you know, careful. Well, and the crime is pretty low there. Given what kind of punishment they have, you know, I'm <laughs> not true. that surprised. That's true. <laughs> yeah, China is safe. Like you can just walk around and exactly at no night problems. anywhere, yeah. literally. Wow. It's, yeah, it's really safe. Like Thailand as well. I mean, if you don't speak about you know tourist places, mm-hmm. like actual just cities where people live, uh, they can just walk at night. Nobody will just come to you. Nobody will rob you. At least I've never heard of it mm-hmm. in the city where I was living. Indonesia, I think the same, but. It might be because of the religion, probably. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, whereas if we think about London, New York City. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, God. Yeah, you you got to be careful in New York City. Yeah. I have actually, maybe you must have seen this video. Uh, God, what's his name? Andrew something. He's a stand-up comedian. And he said, I live in New York City. I've lived in New York City for the last six years. And every time I go somewhere, I am afraid of, you know, being mugged. Hmm. So, and then he said, but I have come up with an idea of how to, you know, avoid being mugged. And he said, every time I step out, I fake uh, a Russian yeah, yeah. accent. <laughs> He's like, Russians yeah. are scared. Yeah. The scariest white people. Yeah. They've earned it. Classic, seriously. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, um, I think... Well, because at some point I um, went to New York City, but we stayed at uh, Harlem and we only found that out when we actually gone, got there. So Harlem is not the best place to go to. So it's very dangerous and it might be extra dangerous if you happen to be a white skinned person. So but yeah, actually, you know, put putting the Russian face kind of helped. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah maybe well, it's New just York, us New being York dumb. had a like. A twenty-year kind of um, yeah, twenty-year patch of safety. So after the, I'd say, the year two thousand, New York became a really safe place to live. Mm. Then recently, it's been dipping a little bit. But prior to two thousand, New York was a horrible, horrible. Place. Yeah. yeah, it was nasty and stuff. Would Even happen. police officers couldn't, you know, do anything. Mm -hmm. But the upside of this, because New York used to be actually a really cheap place to live, funnily enough. I don't know if you know the artist Jean-Michel Basquiat. Do you know him? Mm -mm, mm -mm. He's this famous street artist who was big in, yeah, big in the 80s. He died in the late 80s. But he used to rent an apartment for, I think it was $80 a month. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously. And That's so Even cool. though he would live amongst all sorts of scary people, mm -hmm. it, was, it was still a really cheap place. And as a result of the cheap rents, all these artists live in New York and it was such a vibrant, fun place to live. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that you could get stabbed by a crackhead. But <laughs> who cares <laughs> about that? Who cares right. about that? <laughs> but, oh, that's the risk you're taking. But you're all this willing culture to take came, came out of that situation. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, whereas now New York City is not the safest place. Um but still you know, it depends on what part of the city you're talking about, but it's so damn expensive. It's crazy. Right? It's like you right. want to rent a room and it's going to be like a thousand and more depending on the Please, area. Probably. Ugh, yeah. So, all right. So the price, the safety. What if we talk about rural areas, you know, in contrast? What can be a good side of living in a rural area? The air quality. Definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. Big cities. Yeah, we've got to mention the pollution. Yeah, in big mm -hmm. cities, it's so high. I I remember in China when you like, I lived in a small city. I mean, <laughs> one and a half million population, <laughs> kind of a small city, but still. A village. Um, <laughs> yeah, a village, exactly. And every time you go out, you know, in the morning, you have to check this app uh, where uh -huh. the air quality is kind of, you know, checked. And if it's more than 40 or 50, so you have to wear a mask every day. So, yeah. And it was a small city. You can imagine like... I, re yeah. I, I remember I had, um, I have a friend who used to live in Beijing oh, and she God. was posting, you know, different pics of this app. And sometimes it was hundred something and it was like red. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. guess what was written was like, don't go outside <laughs> at all. But this is exactly. so scary. Yeah. And yes. it says sometimes, you know, don't open the window, just stay inside. Yeah. This and is horrible. It's rough. Yeah. And the rank, you know, of like lung cancer, mm -hmm. all these problems, it's really... Mm -hmm. They're fine. Seriously. So yeah, in rural area, you have nothing like that. You have fresh Definitely. air, yeah. happy cows, you know, <laughs> mooing somewhere in the field. Yeah. yeah, you know, I have this perfect picture in my head uh, of living, you know, in a small house somewhere, I don't know, in the village uh, with, I don't know, my my farm probably, something bad, you know. But I understand if I actually live there, like, after five days, I would just Yeah, I was going to ask, ask from do you there, think you're right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would so, be so able to. So you want a, a little cottage in in rural? Yeah, but I mean, it's Scotland. only a perfect picture in my head. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> oh, I'm one, sure one interesting able. thing I remembered. So in Russian, apparently, cottage that's like a big house. It is, is that, a big house. Yeah, but in English, mm -hmm. in, in English, English, it's kind of like oh, yeah, small, and small cozy. Like you can picture, like I don't know, like a grandma living there. Or yeah, something. yeah. This is why, yeah. you know, when uh, when she's like, I want to have a cottage. I'm like, oh, you want to live in a small house? They're like, no, 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 big one. 
Yeah, it's interesting yeah. how that word came into Russian with a totally different meaning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why? Actually, but. what if what if I ask you what is your dream accommodation? Maybe in what area would you want to live? Mm, definitely next to sea. It doesn't matter again <laughs> if it's like big city, small I town. Of, I don't see, care. Yeah, just the sea. But seriously, it's like I don't know. Like I've lived next to the sea several times. It was like. In Thailand, in Scotland, in Indonesia. So in Indonesia, it was like, I don't know, 20 minutes walking mm -hmm. from the sea. And God, it was also the ocean. I mean, mm. the Indian Ocean. It was fantastic. Yeah, Maybe this... you'd like Australia. <laughs> Maybe. Probably, but all these, you know, spiders. Yeah, the yeah, spiders. The <laughs> Probably. Yeah, everything wants to kill you there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh my God, it's... Um, I'm going to tell you because I'm not sure if you guys have listened to because um, we had a podcast about domestic difficulties, a very fun one. Actually, listeners, if you haven't listened to this, please do. It was one of my favorite episodes ever. And in there, Mike, who's Australian, uh, told us about Novosibirsk, you know, and living in here. And he said, there's one thing I don't like and I miss about Australia. I'm like, okay, what's that? Maybe it's the warmth, you know, the hmm. water. He's like, The creatures that get inside. Oh. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> He's like, in Novosibirsk, I live on the 16th floor and it's dead. Nobody gets inside. In Australia, you have like a possum, a scorpion, a spider, a cockroach. Somebody gets into your apartment yeah, at least once fun. a week. And I'm like, Say thank you that you have nobody in here. No, but he's like, no, no, you don't understand. It gives you no life. So, yeah. Well, yeah, different cities have their different insects. I mean, what, mm -hmm. what are the insects here in Novosibirsk? Do you have a cockroach? Is there other cockroaches here in Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah, there used to be a lot of cockroaches, yeah. but now... Because in Vegas, so when I was living in Vegas, it was horrible. The, the cockroaches were everywhere. And when it was <clears> hot in the summer... Ugh. All the cockroaches wanted to come inside because it was so hot outside. <laughs> and I was, and you like, stay out yeah. of my place. And I had some neighbors who moved out of their apartment. And when you move out, it disturbs the cockroaches. And they, and they all, just run. Oh, and, my God. And I thought, oh, God, I can't live in this place anymore. Oh it's so bad. I actually think this yeah. is one of the disadvantages. Well, I don't know, but I think of a rural area as a place with way more creatures Probably. that can get inside. Yeah. Whereas Maybe, in a yeah. in a big city, it even depends what the creatures are though, because I just hate cockroaches. <laughs> they are just the worst. I could deal with other things, spiders, whatever. They're fine, but cockroaches, no. Yeah, I remember in Thailand, uh, like I went to school, and there was this cockroach. It was like around 10 centimeters yeah. long, oh, probably, God, and that's... it could fly. You know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and oh god. Well, Ben, you have come to the right place then, because <laughs> yeah. Siberia, you know, I mean, sometimes depending on the building, especially if it's an old building, you might get lots of cockroaches, but they're tiny, and mm. then you can just, you know, well, you don't usually even call an exterminator, you just mm -hmm. buy some kind of chemicals and yeah. mm -hmm. that's it. But yeah. Well, I was reading this or watching this thing about, um, well, because I was watching how to exterminate cockroaches when I was in Vegas because I wanted to get rid of these <laughs> these horrible pests. And I was watching this documentary about New York City and how, mm -hmm. of course, New York has a big problem with rats and cockroaches. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And it's illegal. So to buy. There's this special poison which is now illegal in New York City because it's so strong and I think it can really... Screw up, screw up like the ecosystem or something, Ooh. and mm -hmm. it's sold on the black market because it works <laughs> so well and oh it just God. kills everything in the oh, apartment. Wow. But um, the thing with cockroaches is that they evolve, so yeah. eventually, mm -hmm. after yeah. 30 years yeah, of being exposed to a certain poison, they're going to evolve to become super. <laughs> so yeah, just give it a few. I've only years. seen cockroaches twice in the US. One of them was dead. The other one was pretty much alive in my and in my room, which I did not like very much. But yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, technically when we speak about the perfect place to live for us, it's the amount of cold slash heat we are ready to bear and mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. amount or the size of the insects and cockroaches and spiders yeah. that we are ready and to handle. And other disadvantages probably mm -hmm. yeah. that we can't tolerate. But for, for Michael, that was an advantage. I guess Michael <laughs> liked the cockroaches. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't like yeah. Siberia very much. Too cold. <laughs> too, yeah, yeah, too little life. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Okay. So, Ben, would you like to live in a big city or um, in a no, small town? No, I like mid-sized cities. I, mm -hmm. This is literally the perfect size city in Novosibirsk, in my opinion. Mm. My dream is to have 
a small apartment in a really good location in a mid-sized city like Novosibirsk. Like, so, mm-hmm. I would love to live on. I, well, I already live in a cool place, but I'd love to live on Ulitsa Linina and have like an apartment there, a small apartment. And, and then have a dacha outside of town. Uh, That's my dream. Oh, a yeah. small apartment yeah. with, you know, soundproof windows, probably. Not necessarily. Yeah. I, yes. I quite like the sound of the traffic. As long as really? it's not the horns. I I love, because I used to go what to What about my, the yeah. <laughs> of the motorcycle? <laughs> Sorry for the listeners, but it's... It's a, really strange. Like I used to live by a train track, by some train tracks. I love oh that sound God. at Trains? night. I love it. I live next to the train tracks. It's such it's a nice sound. comfy, you know. Yeah. But... It's it's different, but let's say motorcycles on Lenina and you know other major cities in Novosibirsk. It's just uh, yeah. I used really. to sleep over at my friend's house all the time, and he used to live in um, on a really really busy high road. And oh. for some reason, all the traffic just made me sleep so well. I think I, just, it, I think it depends yeah. on a person, and yeah. uh, you know. Well, initially you get used to it, but mm-hmm. actually we can say that this is one of the disadvantages of living in a big city, the noise pollution. Yeah. yeah. Because the noises are so loud and it's not only, you know, the traffic itself, but it can be the people. Because mm-hmm. if you live in the center in the summer, there are lots of crowds and they, you know, have fun, they go drink, they're loud, they shout. Ugh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, what about funny. yourself, actually? What is the perfect place to live? I think that I would love to live... In a town, but not, you know, not a village. So not like 10, 20,000 people, but like a, a town or maybe like something less than a million people, maybe like 500,000 people, but very close to a big city. So, so Edinburgh, actually. Edinburgh, okay. Yeah. It's not so far from London, you know. <laughs> I am I was thinking more like, you know, places like Hoboken, for example, in New Jersey, because mm-hmm. New Jersey is only separated by the river from New York oh, City. Yeah. That's so technically it's a um, small town. So usually people who, you you know, you can get an apartment with a view to the New York City skyline, which is majestic. The taxes are lower than in New York State. So, but then 40 minutes on the train, you're in Manhattan. So hmm. this sounds like, you know, something I yeah. would like. Quiet, not too many people, better air. But at the same time, you want any kind of entertainment. You want to go to, I do not know, a Broadway show. You don't need to spend four hours, you know, driving from Boston to New York City, for example. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it's still, you know, the prices are still higher than in other places. So, yeah, I don't know. I really want to be close to a big city, but not in a big city. Definitely, yeah. Probably, because I love I all agree. the fun, you know, and the hustle and bustle. But if it's not, you know, 24-7. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, and um, we've mentioned and we've given the definition to urbanization but is it so do you think it's more of a positive or a negative trend i think it's just something that we have to live with i think it's kind of yeah just is i mean i can't really it's just the result of our post-agricultural society Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. I recently had a uh, an interesting discussion with a student of mine on the topic of do we need rural areas at all? Do we need little villages or should we just get rid of them? Mm. <laughs> well, it depends on access to utilities such mm-hmm. as water mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. internet. So if mm-hmm. you have access to internet and water and electricity, then you might as well just live in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Well, um, we talked about, well, because Russian villages very often are very sad places, you know, with very bad connection, not mm-hmm. only internet connection, sometimes they don't have internet at all, but phone connection, uh, they do have water and electricity, but they don't have a good hospital, they don't mm-hmm. have a post office, yeah. nothing like that. So, and sometimes it is just cheaper and better to move these people to a bigger village or to a small town rather than build a whole hospital mm-hmm. there and then mm-hmm. find professionals to work in there and whatnot. Well, but I think it's, I mean, this is only about Russia because it's a vast place. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm pretty sure villages in Europe, for example, they're so close to yeah. big cities anyway. That's so why they're like, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can just get on a train everywhere yeah. from these little yeah. villages. Mm-hmm. Whereas in here, you know, you can take a train six hours later, you're still in Novosibirsk region. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's so huge. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, urbanization involves uh, several processes. So there are such processes as urban development, urban redevelopment, and urban renewal. Now, can you help the listeners and, uh, you know, me maybe with uh, <laughs> telling the difference between these three? So do you know the difference? Well, I guess I, I, I'm just guessing here. Mm-hmm. Urban development, I guess that's, for instance, when Novosibirsk was Nova Nikolaevsk. Mm-hmm. And then it was being developed into a railroad town, I guess. Okay, so we can say that the de- urban development is building new places. So yeah. building mm-hmm. whatever that is. Buildings, yeah. stadiums, facilities, mm-hmm. hospitals. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. Building, like newer houses, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, destroying older houses. I don't know, probably as safe. Ah. Or maybe that's renewal, actually. Yeah, maybe. That, is redevelopment. redevelopment. So when uh-huh. all the buildings are demolished and something else is built on their place, that would be redevelopment. And then renewal then is... <laughs> God, Maybe it's kind of what New York City is going through, I guess. Perhaps. New York City is going through a hell of a lot of processes. You have yeah, to be more it's... specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, how New York had its own established culture and then people left the city, I guess, because it became such a violent place. And oh. then well, renewal, yeah, in a way, renewal is renovation or, you know, modernizing mm-hmm, things. So mm-hmm. basically you add or change or renovate what already exists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's say, you know, renovate a house there. Yeah. Fix the pipes over here. So whatever, this is... Actually, renewed. I have Googled it, you know, like all these three words. Mm-hmm. And Google said that it's basically almost the same. You know, there they're isn't very, a lot of difference. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're all a part of bigger process, which yeah. is urbanization. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are places that, you know, do not like urban renewal for them. It's easier to just, you know, demolish and build something new or just, you know, don't do anything. Yeah. And just... Leave the city alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sticking on the topic of um, development, what do does anyone have an opinion on gentrification? Is this something that you feel is happening here in Novosibirsk uh, or no? Let's define gentrification because this might be the word that not many people are familiar with, or some might be. Unfamiliar. So some people think it's a, okay. So before I start, so but some people feel that gentrification is just a normal thing. It mm-hmm. just happens. It's when a city becomes nicer, and mm-hmm. um, some people. On the other hand, feel that gentrification is a bad thing, that it's moving, it's making the city harder to afford. So gentrification essentially just means making a city nicer, I guess, money coming into a city. and But more expensive at the same yeah. time. You know, I personally think that it's depends on, you know, on how... Well, on the level, maybe. But in general, I think that gentrification is a good thing. Why? Because it inevitably will lead to renewal, to Mm -hmm. better places, better services, for example. With the rent and other prices, well, they're going to skyrocket anyway. It seems like no matter what we do, they will say, oh, Mm -hmm. it's the reason, well, it's caused by gentrification. If not, they'll say inflation. (laughs) If not, they'll say, well, prices, well, you know, there's always a reason. So, Mm -hmm. but if at the same time the prices are rising... And we have a nice area. Mm-hmm. At least we have some plazas. Exactly. Yeah, because there's a huge movement in London. So I don't know if you've heard of Brixton. Brixton is... Is, it's this, a, is the town? It's a no. part of South London. So it's a really um, cultural part oh, of South Oh, wait. London. Brixton, it's not... Um, I think I took a trip there when I was going to cut, to see Katisak and the Greenwich. Um, yeah, it's... It's, it's I like mean, on the way there. It's kind of on the way there. I mean, it's so, further in... It's further away from the river. But yeah, uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. it's not far from there. Um, personally, I don't have a problem with gentrification. I think it's just city becoming a nicer place. And mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people who want to stop why um, money from coming in because it makes the city more expensive mm-hmm. so for instance i used to go to the skate park quite a lot when i was a teenager in london mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all the skaters who i used to know they are all rebels and they're all like 30 years old and they, they, they all want to stop <laughs> stop rich people from moving into brixton and making the place an, an expensive place and i i, mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't really have a problem with it because when rich people move into Places that were previously cheaper, they're going to hire cleaners. They're going to, yeah, they're going to bring money into an area and hopefully make the area better. But a lot of people are stopping 
like new coffee shops from being built or they're <gasps> stopping. Well, not even coffee shops. They're stopping um, buildings from being built. So expensive new buildings, residential buildings. Mm. But well. what's the, what's the point? So if you do that, if you stop it, so you're going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. So if money doesn't come into your yeah. place, then who's going to renovate all the existing buildings? I know. It's, who's it's, going mm-hmm. to invest? If there's if there's no reason to, if uh, the investors and people know that the city does not want to evolve, yeah. they're not going to put their money into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, that government can afford, you know, renovating all mm-hmm. the neighborhoods, yeah, exactly, all the yeah. buildings. Yeah, that's true. It's not the government's responsibility to do all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, the government's there to provide a framework. It's not there to, mm-hmm. to do everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, of course, you know, uh, I, as a person who's thinking about, you know, a place that I want to live in, I think that at some point I'll have to take a mortgage, you know, and definitely I don't like the interest rates. I don't like, you know, having to pay thousands of dollars, you know, for 45 years of my life oh, until until I probably die. And, you know, but well, this is the way, unfortunately, this is the way that our world works right now. So. It's just mother nature. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, little is left of mother nature in big cities, but. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So I think this is what happens to Novosibirsk as well. So if we look at different uh, central parts of of the city, if you go a little bit further from Krasny Prospekt, so you'll see a lot of cool new buildings with expansive flats. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there used to be, for example, a factory right in the center that produced milk that was demolished. And now they have mm-hmm. a cool building, which is called, which is called Milk House. Mm-hmm. And it's an apartment building. But yeah, they're expensive. They're cool, but... It's still better than having an old factory over there. Like, let's <laughs> be fair, yeah. which is not Bruce. working. And if it mm-hmm. did, you know, that would be polluting the air right in the center. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But the, mm-hmm. the other thing I should mention, it is nice when a city retains its gritty charm. You don't want everything yeah, to be exactly. <clears throat> like bubble wrapped and too pristine. I quite like what I like about, um, for instance, Italy. If, if you go to Milan... There they keep all the old trams. So you can see mm-hmm. the old trams. They don't yeah. they don't renovate the trams. They just keep them clean. But that it. depends that depends Not on like what that. exactly we're talking about. Because yeah. for example, having a factory right in the middle of a city is probably not the best idea, but reno well not renovate, but well, yeah, renovate, renew the old existing houses, keep them, you know, from being demolished. It's another thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that is history. Mm-hmm. And you know, having a Lots of smoky pipes is another thing. It's kind of sad when they actually demolish, you know, old buildings, yeah. historical buildings. Yeah. yeah, it kind of happened. You know, it's a very school bit, I think. A little, in the center yeah. of the city. Oh, oh, yeah. That's uh, there were a lot of historical buildings. You know, mm-hmm. wooden houses dating back to mm-hmm. like ninety years ago, and yeah. then they suspiciously and hmm. you know accidentally got well. I'm sorry, not got, but burned down. Mm-hmm. So there were no problems with the wires until there was a problem with the wires. So, yeah. And then, of course, not long after, there was a new building being built in the territory in, in its mm-hmm. place. Yeah, that is yeah. that is sad. But there are still places where they they try to keep this history. Mm-hmm. Not everywhere, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But some cities do not... Um, let's say do not evolve so in some cities die out so there's a, yeah. there's, there's an example yeah. a well, like situation of urban decay they turn into ghost towns why is that so what can be what can be the reason for that lack of work usually mm-hmm. unemployment mm-hmm. what can cause can you do you have an example yeah, it's like if you speak about Russian villages yeah so there is no work there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I mean it's not urban decay but it's like village decay can we say that oh god 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 what's the what's the city um in the north of russia Norilsk. Um, no that well i mean yes but also there are <laughs> yeah. still quite a lot of people living there the factories exist i think it's Varkuta, which mm-hmm. which used to be a thriving industrial place with uh coal mines and whatnot but then later you know the the coal was Basically, there was no coal anymore, so mm-hmm. the factories started to close down. 
people have no job. It's far from, you know, any kind of another city to go to. Mm. So, and I see that now people not only, you know, they try to sell the apartments. Now they say, just, just take it. Mm-hmm. We, we are even ready to pay to you for taking it. Oh, I'll, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> are you <laughs> sure about that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so there I mean, are now yeah. I think it's changing. You can live anywhere and just work, you know, online. So Fair enough. Fair enough. So maybe maybe that'll stop some cities mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. yeah. Well, in California, there's quite a few ghost towns. So are there? The, yeah, there, there was the gold rush. So yeah, back in the yeah. late 1800s mm-hmm. and yeah, the early 1900s. So as soon as the gold started, well, not disappearing because there's still some gold in California. Mm-hmm. As soon mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. all that industry started, yeah, coming, yeah, becoming less, mm-hmm. coming, yeah. As soon as that industry started to collapse a little bit all these ghost towns started to appear because mm-hmm. no one needs mm-hmm. to live by these mines anymore. Yeah. And I think this is what is happening to Detroit right now. So it's decaying mm-hmm. slowly because they used to have, you know, huge uh, car manufacturing, mm-hmm. I think, companies. Exactly, yeah. But then, uh, you know, the the interest for American cars has kind of, you know, surged though they chose and they started to prefer European and Japanese cars instead. So, and thus the industry kind of collapsed there. So, and people had to move out. And I remember, if I'm not mistaken, so if anyone knows, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, there was some, there was a mayor. So somebody, or the, I think it was a mayor of Detroit who increased the taxes and made the conditions even worse to live there. So even more people moved out. Mm-hmm. So, and thus now we have a very dangerous place as a result with no work, lots of crime. Yeah. It's, this is sad. This is sad because it mm. was a thriving city. It was fantastic at some point, you know, in all its glory. But mm-hmm. So this is a message to all mayors all across the world. <laughs> Please keep our taxes low. We don't like high taxes. Yeah. We want to live in your city. So what do you think should be done to these places, to these ghost towns or, you know, towns that are dying, slowly dying? No idea, really. Make them into a festival town. I yeah, guess. yeah, that's a good it's like idea. why yeah. why go to a desert like, to have a Burning Man every yeah, year? Exactly. <laughs> like if you can have it in Everywhere Detroit, yeah. right? You can just go away. They're gonna do you know the the burning everything part. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Just make them mm-hmm. into rave towns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? Actually, now I've been think- I've been thinking about all the situation with the pandemic, and now people are just trying to move out of the cities you know mm-hmm. so they're just trying to go have their own i don't know little house little cottage yeah and just live in the air you know so what do you think is it going to change because of the pandemic then well house prices outside of los angeles are soaring right now because everyone's just getting the hell out of los angeles mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. yeah it's definitely a trend in america mm-hmm. i'm not so sure about the uk but Definitely. Oh uh, yeah, in it's happening a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure about Russia as such, just because you know, in here, a rural area or a village is kind of far away. Yeah. But in the summer, though, so I remember that in in the summer when this pandemic started, so people, especially you know, in the summer, it was just the beginning. People got scared. Mm-hmm. It was just you know, growing and growing and growing. We didn't know what to expect. And I know a lot of people who moved to their dachas and yeah. they got internet yeah. there. So they were able to work. So, and they kind of started to like it. So I think since we've moved and we've changed, you know, the way we work, Mm -hmm. it might lead to people changing the way they live as well. Yeah, probably. But it all depends on your habits as well. Because I had a... I had a choice to live somewhere in Akadem Karadok, for example, mm-hmm. you know, fresh air, fantastic place, absolutely no facilities. So no mm-hmm. coffee shops, not enough places to go to. You want to go to a cinema, you have to, you know, go to the center. So yeah, or to live here right next to the subway station and very close to everything. And I chose the latter just because it's my habit. I can't, I'm so used to going to places. I'm so mm-hmm. used to spending my time and working or just reading in a coffee shop. So I couldn't, I wasn't ready to give it up. Do you feel Academic Gorodok is going to develop? Do you think it's going to get bigger in size? Do you think there's going to be more shops, Might for be, instance? I think. It is, I think it is developing now because they have new new places appearing. They have, the two years ago, they had the first shopping mall, like mm-hmm. real shopping mall <laughs> with a cinema, like modern cinema. And now there the was... That- there was a shopping mall, but it was like old and yeah, tiny. Like, yeah, but yeah. no, this is just the, the mall mall. You know? 
But uh, about growing, maybe not too much because now, well, have you have you been there? Have you seen the new university? No, I can't wait to go there. I have a student who I do Zoom classes with, and mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah, yeah he says it's a cool place. I it really is, can't wait to it go. It is, yeah. yeah, I love it so much. It's, it's a fantastic it's place. Totally different from Novosibirsk. It's like you know, even in terms of people, yeah, special yeah. atmosphere. It's like it's like a little Saint Petersburg. Oh, That's I used cool. to I used to actually um, give excursion, t- you know, some tours to uh, tourists over there. So if you're ever interested. <laughs> you know who to call who are you gonna call yeah. uh anywho uh the thing is that after the university was built uh people demanded you know to protect the forest because mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of forest was cut down yeah. in order to yeah. build this uh huge building and now uh they are not allowed to cut down the forest in order to build buildings so it is protected now because otherwise there wouldn't be a that's go. wonderful i think this is what that's makes it great fantastic of course the Apartment prices in general, even if in very so old, high, oh really, god, oh, yeah, really? uncomfortable to know Sibirsk. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. well, how much does a studio apartment cost there oh. generally? I think the same as in the very heart of Novosibirsk, like twenty five, twenty six thousand, yeah. yeah. But yeah. in an old house, mm-hmm. so you know, with lots of, I lived in a. I lived there for for a couple of years, and then I lived in a spider house, as I called it. Mm-hmm. There were always so many spiders, God, and I I'm terrified of them. So I moved out the moment I well, I had to move out and choose another place. So I'm like, yep, I'm I'm out of there. So yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, so in general, we have covered the problems. So let's just kind of you know reiterate. So the problems of big cities are. The crime rate, which we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, air quality. Air quality. Mm-hmm. Transport price. Yeah, cost general, the prices. cost in general, yeah. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Commuting time as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you if you live in a big city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Mm. I think since we have the cost um, of accommodation, we can also have the problem of uh, homelessness. Oh, As right. it is, I think, a huge problem in Los Angeles. Oh, absolutely incredible. It's, it's just... Everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. It's sad. I mean, yeah. Everywhere you go, you just see homeless people and, and you feel so bad, but you can't help everyone there because mm-hmm. there's just so many homeless mm-hmm. people. But then again, the weather does play a oh, role Oh, yeah. In that. They can live outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can. It's true. It's, I mean, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. It sounds bad, but they can. You can if you I'm really like Siberia, had to. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just die here if you step <laughs> outside. Yeah. And I guess that, um, well... I don't know about like huge cities, but I believe that when there are lots of buildings and everything, you can't always have enough schools and, mm-hmm. you know, places mm-hmm. and kindergartens. So which means that there's a high competition maybe, or just, mm-hmm. you know, the class is being packed with like 40, 45 people oh, yeah. in one mm-hmm. in one room. So yeah, not enough resources maybe for everyone mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all right. Also, I forgot to speak about um, the crowds, you know. So when you go outside, there are so many people everywhere. I mean, <laughs> it feels good sometimes, but I don't know. For me, it's annoying. Like, I mean, really? I mean, I think it's it's a huge problem more like in places like China. Because in here, we have almost 2 million people, but they're more like spread evenly yeah, yeah, so you don't probably. feel this unless mm-hmm. you're you know mm-hmm. in rush hour in a subway station oh, then yeah. it's packed mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. but other well and in their cars in a traffic jam but in mm-hmm. the street i feel like we don't feel it as much because mm-hmm. i remember yeah, maybe. i remember as much taking yeah. a train from beijing to harbin and oh, i was God. so sc- <laughs> i felt like the like five million people were in that mm-hmm. train station mm-hmm. that was scary yeah scary yeah. but i just love how in china you have the, what is it? The world's biggest city, Chongqing. I and don't know. Exactly. Nobody even knows of this. <laughs> yeah, but it's the biggest one. Yeah. And it's the biggest one. It has something yeah. like twenty-five million people. Oh, oh yeah. my! Are you serious? Yeah, I've heard yeah, about this. Yeah, but I forgot yeah. the name. Yeah, yeah. it's just twenty-five. Yeah. I would be yeah. no, 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 like no, no. People no. everywhere. No, I can imagine huge no, crowds of people. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, New York City is what fifteen million people. But the only time when you actually feel, you know, these and see these 15 million people, if you, for some unknown reason, go to Times Square, mm-hmm. because that's where yeah. like 90% of the tourists are. But mm-hmm. if you just, you know, go to work, 
to college or something like that, you don't see these thousands and millions of people. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. more or less spread as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So mm-hmm. I think it depends on the city structure yeah, and the amount definitely. of people. Because, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, that was <laughs> fun. That was really fun. Um, okay. So that was the Big Apple School podcast. And today we discussed urbanization. We talked about our experience of living in big cities and huge cities for some. Um, we saw that none of us actually has lived in a rural <laughs> yeah. area as such. So we talked about the problems that we might face in a big city. We talked about rural areas and advantages and disadvantages. And we discussed Novosibirsk in <laughs> much detail. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. You can find full scripts of each episode there. So you can listen and read and it's very you know mobile phone friendly so don't be afraid that you'll have 15 pages of a text you won't so also if you want to get more content which will help you learn english always welcome to any social media just find us there big apple school we have pages on instagram vk youtube telegram don't worry it's not repeated information it's all different everywhere All right, so that was Katya, and my guests for today were Natalie and Benjamin. Stay tuned, and we'll see you around.